Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The farmer's dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Odyssey Sports 49ers web zone. No Huddle Podcast. I am Brian Rennick. I am joined by the one and only Zane Nackfee. And later on in this episode, I will be joined by a special guest. Matt Barrows, beat writer for the 49ers over at The Athletic. But before we get to Matt, Zane, it's a big matchup this weekend. It's the return of the Mac. The 49ers versus the Florida Niners. The Dolphins are coming to Levi Stadium. I will be there. I'm excited. How are you feeling about this game? I expect detailed notes. The next show that we have when we have a rap show or game game after game show you you want to i want to see a full notepad i want to see everything i want to know what mike mcdaniel was wearing i want to know what shoes he was wearing i want to know what length his sleeves were i want to know everything and i know you're going to give us that great information i I really do but absolutely it's supposed to be raining this weekend possibly yes yes so So he might be wearing he might be wearing rain gear but we'll see and it's interesting that you you point that out as we dive right into this game. Dive, rain, huh? wet water. Nice. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Uh, but as we as we get into this game, and it's interesting to me because this is the first time that either of these teams have faced an opponent of this caliber. And you can argue that the Niners face the Chiefs, and the Chiefs are, are mm-hmm. better than the Dolphins, and I would agree. But 
they were not at full strength. There were several players that were injured that are now coming back. The 49ers were not at full strength. Correct. They were not at full strength. And they were just starting to work Christian McCaffrey into the fold. We didn't know what the offense would look like. This was that stretch where the defense was was really banged up and not playing well, right? The Atlanta KC stretch, and they were they were struggling there. It's a yep. different defense now, and it's a different sort For of sure. feel to the team as well. Jimmy's been playing better, although he didn't have a, a stellar game, but the offensive line kind of contributed to that. And now you throw in this rain factor, and what's the thing that's going to slow down a really fast and speedy team? It's it's inclement weather, and the team that can run the ball and play defense typically has an advantage in that circumstance. So I'm really excited to see how they stack up against this team because the last super high flying team that they played played again was the chiefs and and they didn't really perform that well. So this is another kick at the can for a team that's really talented. I'm nobody, everybody knows that there's no secret on this show that you and I are big Mike McDaniel stands, right? We are absolutely for sure. So what he's done down there has been phenomenal. And, Tua has been playing very Jimmy-esque, if you will, right? They have similar statistics and they have similar sort of things that they get, they're asked to do in the offense. Tua has more mobility mm-hmm. to him. But really, yeah. they kind of found lightning in the bottle with Mike McDaniel. And, and I'm actually happy to see the success that they've had of there. A lot of smack talk coming out of Miami, though. It's really funny to see that Woo. because guys that we like, like Mostert and Jeff Wilson and, and yeah. for some reason Trent Shirt. Trent Sherfield got into the mix. I don't know if he's even seen the, seen right. the field this year. Right? One year, but, one year, 49er Trent Sherfield. Yeah. It's, it's just weird, yeah. but it's going to be a really fun game because I, I like these types of games, these measuring stick games, because if you come out on top, it's a really huge confidence boost for your team. And if you lose by a little bit, it's still a confidence boost because it shows that you can hang in there. I think that it'll be a close game. I think it'll be back and forth. I don't know if it's going to be a track meet again because of the weather. And I think that Kyle's really going to try to control the pace of this game. Concern that I do have Elijah Mitchell, as we know by now, is out several more weeks with another, with another MCL injury. He's on the IR. Yeah. So it's basically McCaffrey and our favorite, one of our favorites, Jordan Mason, that, that are going to be in the backfield for the Niners here. And, and we'll have to see what they do with the running game. The offensive line did not have a good showing last game. And I'm hoping it was because of the short week, the weird week with Mexico. They get a chance to reset. They're at home, which is an advantage. And I, I mean, off to the races. I'm I'm set, man. I'm ready to go. Yeah, the cool thing about this game is it feels high stakes just because it's you know the return of Mike McDaniel. Mm-hmm. It is an eight and three Dolphins team, which means, like you said, it is a measuring stick game, right? You've got an opponent who is playing really well right now. You've got an offense uh, that's coming in uh, ranked uh, number uh, two overall in uh, offensive DVOA. But the nice thing about this game as well is even if you lose this game, which I'm I'm hoping they don't, obviously. I want the 49ers to win every game that they're in. I want them to go undefeated every season. But um, if you lose this game, it doesn't have a ton of impact on your playoff chances, right? The, the 49ers have a full game up on Seattle now, which is nice. There's a little bit of a buffer there. Obviously, we don't want to lose that buffer. Uh, but this is a non-conference game. Uh, there aren't any teams that the 49ers will be battling for playoff positioning um, where a loss to this team matters, right? So mm-hmm. in all reality, it's it feels like a bigger deal than it is uh, in terms of, of magnitude when you think about just thinking about this game. But more, I think I think ultimately it's, like you said, a measuring stick game. You know, it's a 
Kyle Shanahan versus Kyle Shanahan disciple, right? All of those cool storylines, but in the grand scheme of the 2022 season, not the biggest, not the biggest game. Um, and so I'm excited. I'm excited because I, I feel like you can, you could go into this game ready to just really ready for anything. Right. And, and I keep thinking about this game. It's really hard for me to figure out how this game is going to go. Um, and there's some really interesting matchups here in terms of offense versus defense for both sides of the ball, right? You've, you've really got, you've really got a tale of two teams, one team that has a, a decent offense and a really good defense. And then you've got an, uh, another team that has a really good offense and, and not a great defense. And so is it going to come down to the more complete team or are we going to look at something like, like you said, like we saw against the chiefs where this, this high powered offense, you know, finally breaks through and then the, the levy breaks. Right. And, and you mm-hmm. think about that chiefs game. I think sometimes we forget it was a one score game going into the fourth quarter. They were right. close and that game mm-hmm. was close. And then the chiefs just absolutely broke it open. Uh, but that game felt, you know, like a blowout when in reality, I mean, the final score was, but it was competitive for the first three quarters. So this is going to be a fun game. I'm excited. I'm excited for the game. I'm excited to be there. Um, The rain as it stands right now, we said it earlier, supposed to be showers early in the morning, and then it's supposed to hold off and maybe not come back until the the late afternoon. So there could be no rain at all. Um, for the game itself. That's my hope, obviously, as a fan that has to sit in it. But um, but yeah, also it's it's Thursday and and those weather reports can change pretty quickly. So we'll have to see. Um, but let's go ahead and and kind of take a look at the matchups. And I wanted to start, uh, we'll start with the 49ers offense versus the Dolphins defense. And so I'm just gonna throw some numbers out for you uh in terms of DVO DVOA rankings for the 49ers offense. And then for the Dolphins defense. So as it stands right now, uh, the 49ers offense is ranked 10th overall in offensive DVOA. They are 21st in rush DVOA. And they are 5th in pass DVOA, which is surprising, right? That's surprising for, for this team that we many people view as, as a running team. And in reality, this team has been far more successful throwing the ball this season than they have uh, rushing the ball. Though... Over their past, since this Christian McCaffrey trade, that that rush DVOA, if you just isolate since McCaffrey has been there, uh, I believe they are, I think they're in the top five. So they've gotten mm-hmm. obviously better. Um, the Dolphins defense overall, 17th ranked in DVOA, uh, 12th against the rush and 25th against the pass. So there's some unique, there's some unique matchups here, at least on at least I think so, because if you look at the way to attack this Dolphins defense, it's through the air. They're mm-hmm. they're 25th against the pass. They're actually decent defending the run. So my question is, is Kyle Shanahan going to put this game in Jimmy Garoppolo's hands? Because based on, based on the matchup, that's really the game plan that he should probably be looking at. Now, will he? I don't know. Um, but the good news in terms of offensive side of the ball, Christian McCaffrey was back at practice today. And so is Spencer Burford. So it looks like McCaffrey will be uh, in the game and Burford will as well. And then, like you said, uh, Mitchell has gone out. Now it's going to be Ty Davis Price and Jordan Mason. Haven't heard a whole lot about Tevin Coleman, 
I'm hoping that that it's it's just those two, um, at least for this game. But but we will see. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yeah, I think that with looking at that Dolphins defense, and you mentioned the DVOA numbers to, to further that. So they're 22nd in the league in passing yards allowed, and they are 10th in the league in rushing yards allowed. So I think that, to your point, that – they're going to be able to be beat through the air if it's going to happen. And it's going to be a lot of the short, quick throws similar to what we saw against, uh, well, not necessarily against Arizona, but the, the idea of Jimmy kind of like being able to stem the tide a little bit uh, in the first half, especially is uh, you'll see a similar game plan as they saw, as we saw in Arizona and, and well, Mexico against Arizona. And I think a lot of the short, quick stuff, dump offs to, to the running backs, McCaffrey. The only thing that I'm kind of concerned about when, when we look at that, the safety outlet stuff is that we don't know what we've got from Jordan Mason and TDP in terms of catching the ball. We know they can run. We know, especially, especially Jordan Mason, we know he can run well, but can they be receiver? Can he be a receiving threat out of the backfield? And I think that that's a, a big deal this year in the offense that we haven't seen in years past is having that just running back out of the backfield to dump off to as a safety outlet. And, and they necessarily like, they haven't necessarily, used it too much but i think that at some point if you have to dink and dunk a team to death then do it uh there was no debo at practice today so that's one thing yeah. as well that that we should be paying attention to very very closely he's got a hamstring injury which is uh, those soft tissue injuries you just never know so i think that in that sense it it will lend a sort of credence to the idea that guys like george kittle guys like mccaffrey Use check maybe more involved in passing game that they, than they have in the past. McCaffrey, obviously, you know he's been heavily involved here and there, but I think that it's going to be that type of game where yards will be hard to come by, but you are going to have to be able to play three yards at a time, basically, and be be okay with that. And can Kyle do that? I mean, we'll see. Yeah. The the matchup that I'm kind of looking at right now, like they, they they've got Melvin Ingram and, and Bradley Chubb as as, yep. as their defensive ends. Yeah. That is a huge matchup. And the way that the Niners offensive line p- played last week, they have to tighten that up. They have to give Jimmy time. It's not surprising that he he threw an almost pick and he had several other throws that were kind of close. It's not surprising he was under pressure all day. He was getting battered all day. And if that they allow that to happen again, then it's going to be supremely difficult because you already know that you're down one one of your starting running backs. I consider Elijah Mitchell and CMC start like one a and one b sure. right they're both yeah. starters so so sure. you're down one of your running backs and you're, you're you're short on that at that position group and you're gonna have to throw the ball and if, if they can't protect yeah. I believe Mel, melvin ingram has what five sacks this year i think 
Is that five? Yeah, they don't uh, have they don't yeah. have impressive sack numbers. Um, but again, Chubb is Chubb came at the trade deadline, so he's only yeah. been he's only been with them for three. Games. I want to say three games. Yeah, yeah, three games. He has he has, he has one yeah. and a half sacks in three games. Uh, Ingram has has five. Okay. So yeah. again, like Trent Williams, whoever whoever Trent Williams has will be neutralized. I'm okay with that side, right? Sure. <laughs> Left side of the line, we're fine with that, right? It's that right side that that scares me specifically yeah. like McGlinchey, right? And he will see one of Chubb or Ingram. And, and that and is going to be what this game is. Good. Yeah, and 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 Chubb, Chubb wrecked shop in that Denver game earlier this mm-hmm. season when he was when he was on Denver. He he was in the backfield a lot. And so mm-hmm. that's definitely something to take a look at. Um you know, it's interesting you mentioned uh, both Debo and um and Kittle. Um Akash of Niners Nation tweeted this out earlier today. The Dolphins are 29th in DVOA defending tight ends in the passing game. Uh, the only teams worse are Arizona, Jacksonville, and New York, right? And what did George Kittle do against Arizona? So yeah. you're you're right. This definitely could be a George Kittle game, especially uh, if Debo isn't going to go. But the other thing that I wanted to talk about, uh, our uh, our illustrious colleague, uh, Mr. Al Sacco, tweeted this out earlier today as well. Debo Samuel has not been Debo Samuel this season. Um, and it, it's, it's really kind of drastic, uh, in 2021, uh, now again, this is over the full season, right? We've only, we've only had 11 games so far. Uh, but in 2021, uh, Debo is getting, uh, seven and a half targets a game, uh, for almost five receptions and, uh, almost 88 yards a game in 2022, the targets are there. The receptions are almost identical. But the yards, 51 yards, his his depth of target has been so shallow. And so it's interesting, um, you know, I, I said it earlier, uh, Matt Barrows from The Athletic is going to be on. And that's gonna be one of the questions that I ask him is what what does what is his his opinion on what's been going on with Debo? Why? Why has he been relatively uh, quiet this season? Why? Why? Why haven't we seen more? downfield uh, routes from him and things like that. So it will definitely be interesting. Uh, like I said, the Dolphins are better at defending the run than the pass. And so we'll see if Kyle Shanahan is is finally willing to start kind of putting things in, in Jimmy's hands because we've seen it before. We've seen him come out and be pass happy against teams that are selling out to stop the run. That's what we did against the Rams. So they did against the Cardinals, right? And so we've seen it now. Are we going to see it again? And and I think I think if the 49ers offense is going to be successful, it is going to be uh, through the air against this Dolphins defense. But let's go ahead, switch gears. Let's look at this high-powered Dolphins offense against. Sorry, one, one, one thought on Debo. One thought on Debo. Oh, really. go ahead. Go ahead. So with Debo, I think what you're seeing is possibly just Kyle being Kyle and evolving his scheme to give the ball to guys that are thriving the most and that's Brandon Ayuk, McCaffrey, Mitchell when he was healthy and maybe it's just that type of scheme right where it just revolves around the hot hand and we saw this really especially when in 2021 when they started running Debo out of the backfield in the second half of the season and that kind of was the jolt that got this team going so I'm wondering if it's a similar sort of deal this year where they're going to start featuring Debo a little bit more as we get closer to the playoffs to possibly have that that same sort of effect where you haven't seen much of him and we have all these things that we want to do with him 
and there'll be a time and a place for it. And they may just unleash that closer to the playoffs. It's wishful thinking because he's an important piece of the offense. He's an important player. He was the MVP last year of the team. Yeah. You could argue. Oh, but I don't think it's an argument. <laughs> yeah. He was, the, he was the, yeah. the team MVP last year, but yeah. I think that, you know, it could be one of those things where are you just keeping him on ice until you need him? Or I'm, I'm hoping this it's that because this is an embarrassment of riches on, on offense. And if you can't get all of them, the ball at some point and get them in space at some point, then it's, then it's, it's really not a good look. Yeah. And I think, you know, Kyle Shanahan is, is known for one. I mean, one of the, one of his, the reputation that he has, right. Is that he's really good at setting up plays at the beginning of the game that he's going to use again at the end of the game to use the defense's response to the play initially against them later in the game. Right. Um, And he's also notorious for not wanting to put things on tape too early. Mm -hmm. And so I'm wondering, like you said, maybe that's what we're looking at. Maybe, maybe part of it is, Hey, you know, we're going to, we're going to try and spread the ball around. We're not going to try and feature one guy or another, right? But I've got so many plans for this guy. I've got so many plans for this guy. So it will definitely be interesting. But part of the problem is sometimes that's to Kyle Shanahan's detriment. All of a sudden we get to the fourth quarter and it's like, great, you didn't use these plays, but now you're down two scores and and now you've mm-hmm. lost this game. So hopefully, hopefully we see Debo not only get involved, but start to be a, a bigger piece of this offense. Uh, especially as we get later into the season. And then, you know, obviously the hope is a postseason and they're well positioned for that, but uh, we're going to have to see.